With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Did he think Draymond Green should have been given a second technical, therefore he would have been ejected? I don't think it would have mattered, but we'll talk to Grant a little bit later on. Phone calls are welcome, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Spent a little bit of time in the first hour talking about Quinn Snyder deciding to quit the Utah Jazz, and I think the fallout from his departure after eight seasons is certainly being felt by Donovan Mitchell, He is described as being unsettled, unnerved, and wondering what it means for the franchise's future. So Quinn had a contract offer. We thought if you're going to leave, you're going to quit the Utah Jazz, that you would do it when the Lakers' job was still open. And now, if you're Donovan Mitchell, do you want to stay? If you're Rudy Gobert, do you want to stay? 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. By now, it's no secret the Warriors revolve around Steph Curry. Draymond Green reiterated that last night after the game by saying this. Our offense is always a lot of Steph. It all starts um, with Steph, whether, you know, when KD was here, our offense still started with Steph. And, you know, that's that's the way it's going to be, I think. You know, when you're playing against a team like that, you have to get offerings from other places and not just Steph. And I think for the most part, you know, we did a pretty good job of that. Um, you know, Clay, what, four for 19, had a tough one. But, um, you know, that happens. And we know he'll make shots as, as this series continues to go on. But uh, we didn't we didn't turn the ball over. And I thought that was very important uh, in this game is, is keeping them out of transition to make them play against our defense. Yeah, Boston did not handle the ball well. Uh, a lot of times they'd go to the hoop. They get the ball stripped. Steph Curry played well. And uh, Golden State outscoring the Celtics by 21 in the third quarter. Leave it to Draymond to somehow shoehorn Kevin Durant into an answer during game two of the NBA Finals. And a lot of times we look at leaders. Do you lead by words? Do you lead by example? Steph Curry is, to me, not a vocal leader, but I think let's watch him play. And at both ends of the floor, he played some decent defense last night, ended up with 29 points, made a couple of big shots. Klay Thompson still looks a half a step slow, doesn't look explosive, but he did hit one jumper that I thought was really important in the third quarter, and then he blew by Jalen Brown for a layup as well. But he only made four out of 19 there. They didn't need him, but they're going to need him as they move forward. All right, poll question, Seton, for hour two is what? Well, Dan, first uh, hour we had, should referees, umpires, officials call playoff games differently than regular season games? Mm-hmm. Uh, 73% of the audience said absolutely not. Okay. Uh, this hour, I think we'll just go with something a little more straight up, like who do you got to win the series? Okay. All right. Um, 
Steve Javi, former official, probably an official for over 20 years, works for ESPN's coverage of the NBA Finals. And they went to him as they're reviewing Draymond Green's play interaction with Jalen Brown. And he said something really interesting and, and said this you know, publicly instead of what we've always thought was the case. I don't know if Steve Javi was still officiating if he would have said what he said during the broadcast last night, but basically saying, hey, if somebody gets a technical early, we're a little more lenient with them, you know, that we don't want to influence the outcome of the game. To which I would argue, and we did reach out to ESPN to see if Steve Javi would join us, you are influencing the game, the outcome of the game. By being more lenient to Draymond Green, you allow Draymond Green to play like he wants to. In fact, almost pushing the boundaries last night. Um, Now, we could argue if what he did was worthy of a second technical, but you you can't officiate a game like this and then decide, well, he's got one technical. Now, let's say that's Jordan Poole, and he has one technical. Are you going to be as lenient with somebody like him? If Marcus Smart has one technical, are you going to be as lenient? At what point do you say you've earned that right? That's the problem I have with this. That it's hard enough to officiate a game. Now you're going to go, well, no, no, it's Draymond. No, I can't. No, I, can't. I call foul, not technical foul here. You are influencing the outcome of the game. And, and just so everybody knows, I picked Golden State to win. I just thought that's the wrong explanation for me. And being around the game for a long, long time, I, I remember when Michael Jordan would drive the lane and you'd hear a whistle. And you could almost tell that somebody was going to be called for a foul. Whether they fouled Michael or not, it's like, uh, yeah, it's you. Okay. Which I never understood. The guy who needed the least amount of help from the officials got a lot of help from the officials. But, you know, the star power, Bird would get it, you know, Magic. All great players would get preferential treatment there. Draymond Green earned preferential treatment in the NBA Finals? I don't think so. Yeah, Marv. I was looking at old, actually my son was looking at old Michael Jordan highlights because for some reason he's his favorite player. And... You see Michael Jordan do those, you know, reverse. He slaps his own hand on so many of those. And you just see see that. And I was like, that is just genius right there. Instead of the 29 I was going to get, now I'm going to get 32 because I'm getting a couple more foul calls. Genius. Yeah, because you would hear that slap. Well, who slapped you? And sometimes it'd be Michael who would do it. All right, we'll get to phone calls coming up. Yeah, Paulie. I, I guess I disagree with this because they're not – the refs, if they – Take out the shackles a little bit for the last quarter or in the, in the NBA finals. They try to make themselves less of a presence by calling things less. It is fair for both teams. Both teams can take advantage if they choose to. And also, you know, if, if you're watching the Super Bowl, do you want a holding call in the fourth quarter or do you want to? Is it a hold or not? It seems like the NFL does this more than anybody. They, they're, they're better at doing this. Yeah, because it, it, you don't see it as much. It's not right in your face. Uh, during NFL games. It seems like refs, though, swallow their whistles in the playoffs. I, I bet there's a stat that says there's fewer flags thrown in the NFL playoffs than during the regular season. Yeah, probably so. But still, I, I never understood it. It's a foul in the first quarter. It's a hold in the first quarter. But in the fourth quarter, it's not a foul, or it's not a hold, or it's not pass interference. I just don't understand that logic. Just call the game. And if I'm, I'm a defensive player, like the Seattle Seahawks would hold you. I mean, they, they were blatant about it. The Legion, Legion of Boom, they were blatant. They were like, call, let me see how many times you're going to call pass interference on us. Well, you don't want to be throwing flags all the time. They knew that. Yeah, Paul. Would anyone here want Michael Jordan to be called for a push-off against Byron Russell in the Utah Jazz? Would anyone go back and say, you know what? That would have been the better call in that situation. Yes. Okay. It was a push-off. It completely was blatant, a push-off. Blatant. It was right in front of the rest of the ref. Blatant. can see it. He's got his hand on Byron Russell's hip. Yes. And the Utah Jazz lose the title. Imagine if they did call it, and then what happens after that? I, I wonder what the reaction would have been in the moment to that call. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, you know, preferential treatment, 
and all of a sudden you got a technical and I'm, well, we're going to give you a little bit more leeway. I, do, I just don't think that's the right approach to have. Yes, you. You ever see like somebody's arm goes up and it looks like the force is a lot more than it really is? I don't know. I get that his hand is on his thigh, but it's not really that big of a push off. Jordan with Brian Russell? Absolutely. He sends him across the lane. But mostly because that's the way his momentum was going. It's not like he shoved him out of the way. No. They were both driving that way. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Jordan apologist. Yeah, more. Don't call that. That Bob Costas call was great. Don't even mess with it. <laughs> yeah, just let him push off a little bit and... Perfect call, perfect pose. Mm, Everything was perfect. Mm, okay. okay. It was perfect pose. Yeah, Paul. By the way, Brian Russell spelling his name B-R-Y-O-N probably caused him not to get that call because it was very frustrating to say his name because it looks like Byron and it's Brian. Yeah. He would have been a much more famous person. Yeah. I think the official probably didn't want to say, you know, uh, that's a push off on Byron Russ. Brian Russ. B-R-Y-O-N. That did bother me. Ugh. Yeah. Good did. player. Yeah. Yes. How about we just say Bryron? <laughs> How about B Russ? Bryron. Bryan Russell. Bryron. Bryron. Yeah. K with two N's. <laughs> Same vein. Uh, by the way, we're still waiting for a uh, a bottom line here and a result with Deshaun Watson. But his lawyer, whoo, he can't keep his mouth shut. Rusty Harden. He likes to talk. He's been making the media rounds. He uh, went on a Houston radio station and said that happy endings are not illegal when discussing the 20-plus claims of sexual assault and harassment by masseuses against his client. I don't know how this helps your client. Now, this is public perception, but let's say there is said happy ending. It is illegal if there's money exchanged, it's called prostitution, I think. Robert I, Kraft should have hired him. Yeah. I didn't do anything wrong. What do you mean? It's not illegal. Uh, so what's the difference with Robert Kraft and Deshaun Watson? Um, I, and apparently the spa owner, I always like when they call them spas, <laughs> but they're not spas. And you go in there and you, I guess, lie down on a, gurney or something how do you ever go for a spa day <laughs> yeah really <laughs> yeah yeah 39.95 a piece yeah couples so the spa owner got five thousand dollars because deshaun watson's a nice guy and uh i i guess uh rusty harden deshaun watson's attorney said she asked him to help out other businesses and he did that's what the $5,000 was for. It didn't have anything to do with all the ulterior suggestions. If he, he was my attorney in this situation, I would say, don't say anything. If I'm Deshaun Watson, can, can you sue your attorney? Because he's not helping you. Oh, come on, a happy ending. That's not illegal. So nothing happened, but then something happened. Then it was consensual, but maybe money exchanged. But <laughs> I, I, I'm not a lawyer. I'm going to play one on radio. That might be prostitution. Yes, yeah, Eden. You have to be very comfortable with happy endings in order to forget that it's illegal. <laughs> you have to be very much swimming in those waters a lot to be like, oh, dang, I forgot that this is illegal. I think Churchill said that originally, oh. that famous quote. Yeah. Oh, wait, this was illegal? Yeah. Oh, crap, that's right, I forgot. There's a reason it's not on the menu. That's why it's illegal. <laughs> I, I have friends and it's off the menu. Of course you have friends. offer any yeah. other services? Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps. Why it's illegal. Do you have happier endings? It's just a lot of tension. <laughs> oh, that's right. This is illegal. <sighs> why Why would you say anything? Why are you going on a radio show? Oh, fame. Fame addicting. Oh, Guys dear. who can talk themselves into something or out of something. and Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're going to be 
understanding with that. Okay, no worries here, Yessie. Is that the uh, moment that just lost Deshaun Watson the case? No, because I don't think that can be used in, the, in the civil case. But but it might be his philosophy that he's going to present to a jury and say, hey, happy endings? It's just the public perception right now. It's an amusing quote, right? But the real world effects of it, I mean, I, I bet it could be used. I don't think so. But, you know, maybe an attorney can tell us. That. Yeah. You know, Fritzy, why don't you text uh, Florio and ask him if what Rusty Harden said in that radio interview, can it be used in a civil trial? Got it. All right. Yes, Pauline. It, it, it's weird that people of Rusty Harden seems like a very successful lawyer. I'm sure he's very rich. But fame is such a drug. I respect people who say nothing when they're in tight circumstances. You know, Daniel Snyder of the Washington Football Club, the Commanders, he said nothing for years. Yeah. And I think that's one of his smartest moves of the past decade is to not do interviews because he can never help himself with those. Well, I can't respect him for not talking about all the stupid things that he does. Uh, well, and not, he should be out as an owner. I guess I'm not saying I respect him, but I'm saying from a strategy of someone under fire, yeah. doing a lot of interviews probably will never help you. Yes, he. Which is the exact opposite of uh, 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 Lance Armstrong, right? But Lance Armstrong used to get praised for being like, "Hey, if I if I was uh, somebody accused me of doping, I'd be right out there in front, <laughs> just like Lance Armstrong saying, yeah, you'd better prove it.' You know. Now that's the the quiet guy. That's better. Depends on the circumstance, I guess. Lance Armstrong called us one time. We we didn't even invite him, but we were talking about Floyd Landis. And the accusations, and Floyd Landis is the one who turned in Lance. Show me a failed test. Yeah. Show me a failed oh test. Oh, my gosh. Show me a failed test. No, no. He got away with it for a long time. Long time. All right, let me take a break. We'll get to phone calls. Best and worst of the weekend. And uh, Grant Hill will join us in an hour from now. We're back after this Dan Patrick show. We all have different ideas about success. We achieve it in different ways at different times. Some get nominated for a sports Emmy. Some actually win a sports Emmy. How about this? I was wondering about a shirt called Dynasty instead of Dynasty. You know, that we've lost five in a row. That's a Dynasty. Okay. What do you think? All right. Okay. Do it. Our version of a Dynasty. Retirement's a big deal. You can't make mistakes. And you want somebody to help you. Over 130 years, Stiefel's financial advisors have helped clients like you create personalized retirement plans. Understand the many options for claiming Social Security and implement an investment portfolio designed around your needs. That's just the start. As a client, you have access to Stiefel's award-winning equity research and investment strategy views, enabling you to make informed decisions regarding your hard-earned wealth. Invest in your success. Find a Stiefel Financial Advisor at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L, Stiefel.com. Stiefel, Nicholas, and Company Incorporated. Member SIPC, NYSE. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know. Take over a minute to down a two-liter. Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. 
Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DP Show for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DP Show. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America. Official trading cards to the Dan Patrick Show. Reached out to Mike Florio. I wanted to know if uh, Deshaun Watson's comments on a Houston radio station would be admissible in court. Let's see. He says, well, this is like three paragraphs. Um, he won't be a witness in any of the trials. His position on key issues directly relevant. Uh, let's see. It, they will show how the lawyer will present the evidence and eventually argue the evidence to the various juries. You can't use that, apparently, in these civil cases. But this might be uh, the approach that he has in trying to win these cases. You can't depose an attorney. But kind of crazy things. And sometimes you can tap into somebody who wants to talk. They like to talk. And you use that against them. Certain guests you can have on, hey, I don't want to talk about that. But they do. Because they want to convince you that they didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, Paul. I think when Mark Cuban first took over the Mavericks, he was very accessible to the media. His email was available, and we were he would go on a lot of shows. Yeah. He's, he's cut that down quite a bit. But you know, he would get fined by the league, but he also get fined for appearing on different shows. Yeah, and he probably cost himself the Chicago Cubs when he came on this show. This was when he talked about the Cubs were his hooker, I think. Uh, I believe I have that uh, designation correct. He was kind of saying that it's the one thing he always wanted to buy yeah. is the Cubs, and we had a little fun with it. Yeah, and then I think he talked about that later, that that probably cost him getting the Chicago Cubs. All right, some phone calls in here. Benny in Virginia, best and worst of the weekend. Benny, how are you? Good, DP. How you doing? Good, sir. What do you have? Uh, I got a best and worst. My best of the weekend is seeing Jordan Poole knock down that uh, half-court jumper. Yep. Uh, worst of the weekend is him carrying the ball egregiously <laughs> right before he did it. <laughs> Thank you, Benny. I've given up on that. I've given up. I tried. I said it to the commissioner, come on. Yeah, like It's blatant that you carry the basketball. And maybe nobody cares because it leads to great plays. I just know 
I'd get called for palming. You, you turn the ball over. Be like, okay. Now you watch this? Nobody gets whistled for that. Also, do you see where the commissioner is going to maybe look at the five best players for first team, the five best players second team, five best players third team? A month ago when I talked to him, I said, look, you got to have the five best players, not two forwards, a center, and two guards. Finally listened to me. A commissioner who finally listened to me. Thank you. He'll be at the podium. As was noted to me by Dan Patrick four months ago, yes. we made a decision as a it, league. It would be nice. A if preamble? Did, yeah, if he gave me credit. Hopefully. Yeah. Jeff in Detroit. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dan. What up, though, to Hi. everybody? Hope you guys had a good weekend. Mm-hmm. Listen, first of all, Paulie, please prove Reggie Miller wrong again on the Joe Johnson 16 points and do a victory cabbage patch dance on TV. That was worth the price of admission. My best of the weekend is going to be Jordan Poole. Having a guy like that on your squad when Clay Thompson isn't playing his best is truly a luxury. In game one, they tried to insert Andre Iguodala off of his turnovers. Boston came back and killed him. This game around, it seemed like that kind of messed with the chemistry. And this time around, Cast and go. The worst is going to be after game one, you talked to Chris Mannix and you asked him, the first question out of your mouth was, is this sustainable for Boston? And he says, yes. And I'm trying to think to myself, that means that Horford, White, Brown, all of those guys were going to have a hell of a game and Golden State wasn't going to shoot that well. And I just don't see it happening like that. Um, Real quick, is it me or does Steve Smith and Grant Hill look alike? I've, I've always said that, and I'm looking at the NBA game the other day with him being a guest on your show. If you put some black round glasses on uh, Grant Hill, they look a lot alike. All right. Well, we'll work on that. We'll get some of our best Photoshop people on that and see if Grant Hill and Steve Smith look alike. I don't see it, but I think we're talking about Steve Smith, the former NBA player, not Steve Smith, the <laughs> former wide receiver. It was a foot shorter. Uh, James in Virginia is back. Hi, James. What's on your mind? Ah, oh, thank you for taking my call, brother. Happy Monday, DP, Dan Nets, man. Oh, man, my best and worst. I'm going to have two best and a combo best worst, man. So my best, man, is, man, I was so fortunate, lucky, man, to sit down yesterday morning in the garage drinking my honey water and turn on the TV and the, the opening ceremonies for the 2022 USA Special Olympics started, man. And I can't tell you, bro, the excitement and joy on the parents coaches and especially those athletes faces as they got to walk into the stadium man it brought tears to my eyes man i was i just can't wait to watch the games this week i'm very excited to see uh the medal ceremonies they said there's going to be a medal ceremony every like three or four minutes so just the excitement and joy on those athletes faces man just made my day yesterday i'm gonna throw in a caveat man for the for the match man the amazing walk off uh i mean uh, uh Extra inning 5-4 win over the Dodgers yesterday. Biggest lead in the division in the MLB this year. How about the amazing? And my best works combo, man, me and my wife went out to dinner with uh, a friend and his wife, man, had a beautiful steak dinner in a very classy restaurant. Very best, wonderful time. My worst, though, I've been on this this, uh, high – quality liquor kick, man. So I ordered a double shot of uh, Belvini 21, man. And I tell you, I started my day crying, and I ended my day crying when the check came, and it was $100 <laughs> for a double shot of Belvini 21. Thank God it was so good, but oh my goodness. All right. You guys have a wonderful day, man. Thanks for taking my call. Salute the Commanders. Thank you, James. James in Virginia. Is it uh, Belvini? Is that a 21-year-aged a Belvini? Um, oh, I'm looking up. Oh, yeah. B-A-L-V-E-N-I-E. 21-year-old scotch. Yeah. What's the bottle cost? I got I got $400 for a Ooh. Balvini. Okay. I'm not a scotch guy. We got some uh, static in here? Sounds like there's tumbleweeds going through here. No, it sounds a little static <laughs> Uh, let's see. Let's uh, let's do our best and worst of the weekend. Todd, I'll start with you. Best of the weekend, the Colorado Avalanche winning game three. Wait, wait, Seton, what'd you do? Did you do something there? Uh, no, I just heard it, so I'm making note of it. Oh, it just disappeared. Correct. Uh, yeah, 
We'll have to go back and uh, talk to the guys in the back, see what maybe they know something. Think Marvin may be guilty of something? No. Mm. Okay. Todd, best and worst of the weekend. Even though I was pulling for the Rangers, Colorado Avalanche winning game three of the Eastern Conference final at Edmonton. They're now 6-0 and in road playoff games, averaging five goals per game and converting 35.3% of their power plays on the road, which leads the Stanley Cup playoff 6-0 and in road playoff games for the Avs. Worst during the Phillies' five-run first inning Saturday night at home versus the Angels, slumping Alec Baum strikes out on three pitches. He proceeds to repeatedly bash his bat on the bat holder until it kicks back, causing him to start bleeding from his neck. Seton O'Connor. My worst of the weekend is my worst of the weekend. Uh, Ukraine, sort of the world's team. Everybody pulling for them. Unfortunately, they knocked themselves out of the World Cup by mm. scoring an own goal. Don't. Just a, a crushing loss for that team. Unfortunate they were on a great run. But hey, best of the weekend. Congratulations, Wales. You made the World Cup first time since 1958. Wales. Yay! You did it. Anybody find Wales on the map? It's just up there in that cluster. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah, Paul. If you're from Wales, are you Welsh? Yeah. Welsh? Welsh. Welsh. All right. Yeah. I'm Welsh. Partially Welsh? I guess. Famous for their jelly. Welsh's. No. No, that, no that's not funny. No, that's not funny. Go have some jelly or something. No, it's not. That's a, if Fritzy said that, we'd crush him. Mar, best and worst of the weekend. For me, best, best of the weekend... I rewatched season one of The Wire. I had my wife come in and join me. And she was like, oh, that Idris. All right, relax. <laughs> um, so that's a bad move on my part. Worst of the weekend, last night's officiating. Mm. Just terrible. And people say, uh-oh, is the NBA rigged? Okay, this is what Steve Javi had to say. He's explaining the logic last night of not giving Draymond a second technical foul. And that Steve Javi is a longtime former official. This is uh, what he said last night. The two guys are going after each other. Jeff, I think you hit the nail on the head. And Mark, too. Mark Jackson, you hit the nail on the head where uh, you have to consider one player has definitely a technical foul. Is this enough to call a double T and eject the one player? Personally, I would say nothing, and I would just let it diffuse as that. That's just my opinion. Well, Steve, my question to you is, as a referee over there in the huddle, are you thinking about the fact that Draymond has one technical already? Absolutely. I think that's part of good officiating is the fact that you have to know who has the technical fouls. And in this situation, one of the players does. Is this enough to warrant an ejection is what you have to think about. See, I, a lot of people disagree with that, Steve, but I think that's what separates. After the defensive foul on Green stands, there's no further penalty. Okay. I thought it was a great follow-up question with Mark Jackson, that if you're in the huddle reviewing, are you factoring in that Draymond already has one technical? Yeah. Uh, Stennis in Hawaii. Hopefully I got that right. Stennis? Yes. Yes. Good morning, Dan. Hi, Stennis. Um, I, just, I had a best of the weekend. Okay. Um, I'm the chef at Tommy Bahama, and we got to host the Patrick Mahomes second annual tournament, charitable tournament. So I got to meet and feed Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, uh, very cool guys, and other best. God is good. Okay. That's, that's Stennis. Uh, he's the is he the bartender at Tommy Bahamas? Yeah, Paul. Tommy Bahama has a restaurant. It's not. It's just a clothing. No, it's store? right attached to it in Hawaii, next to the clothing store. Yeah, it's attached to it. Oh. I went there with uh, Nick Schwartzen. We had mind erasers. Okay. I showed up for work the next day. Nick Schwartzen did not. That's when he ended up on the golf course in a bunker, and he had lost his phone and didn't know where he was. Yeah, we had mind erasers. I did not know they had a restaurant. Yeah, they do. Like men's warehouse. And a, and a bar. Having yeah. a steakhouse next door. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Like you could go, uh, hey, could you hem those pants? I'm going to go have a couple of pops. <laughs> yeah, dude's sitting around with no trousers on. I'd like some bacon. Well, Everybody's sitting around getting their pants hemmed in their underwear. I'd like some bacon wrapped scallops and some pleated pants, please. <laughs> Scotch and a cigar. Nice filet. Uh, David in Ohio. Hi, David. What's on your mind? <laughs> Hey, Dan, uh, 510 220. Uh, yeah, I just had a question about the uh, NBA officiating. Uh, when it comes to, like, the uh, refs making calls, how does that factor into, like, their raises and how many games, like, they would cover if they get fired or. Um, well, they, get, like they get reviewed after every game, David. They get graded. 
But I don't know if a non-call is a bad call. I don't know how the NBA will look at this. And, uh, you know, they might say privately, this is best for business. Draymond Green not getting tossed is better for business. I don't know how many people tune in or stay tuned because of Draymond Green, but he is a valuable asset for the Golden State Warriors, obviously. Doug in North Carolina is back. Hi, Doug. Hey, Dan, my best of the weekend. I'm going to give you a little trivia question and see if you can answer this. Uh, I was on my smart TV yesterday looking for something to stream, and I went, oh, my gosh, that's Polly's favorite movie. He talks about this movie once a month, and I watched it, and it was delightful. What movie did I watch last night? In Bruges? No. Maybe it's not Polly's favorite movie. It was Night Shift. It was a great, entertaining film with uh, Henry Winkler and Michael Keaton. Worst of the weekend, if you watch the movie, you get to see Shelley Long in her underwear, which I could live with. Up. But it's a very entertaining flick, and it does hold up. All right. Thank you, Doug. Uh, Michael Keaton was the star. He was great. He had a run there. Mr. Mom. Um, he didn't do well with Batman, I don't think. Johnny Dangerously was pretty good back in the yeah. day. That was fun. The mob, yeah. like mob thing. Yeah. And then what's the movie where the camera work was really... He got nominated for... Birdman? Yes. I love the movie. Yeah, that was a good movie. But you either love it or you hate it. And I thought that just the camera work was unbelievable. And you throw in great acting. And I thought Michael Keaton was... He was going to win an Academy Award. I almost said he was going to win MVP. (laughs) And you deserved MVP. Oh, okay. Yeah, Paul. See, that's one of my guys who you say you want a career like someone. I'm sure he could walk the street normally. He's been in a lot of good movies. Remember, he was in Spotlight. He's been in a lot of yeah. big movies. Yeah. And he's sneaky, quiet. Every couple of years, he's in a really great movie. And and I'm sure he's not hounded by paparazzi in Montana. And he dated Courtney Cox for a while. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You could just kick that one up. Just the saying. Yeah, Marv. So did the leader, uh, lead singer from Counting Crows. Round here. Yeah. Is that another? He dated Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox. That's one of those Lyle Lovett types. Ooh. Okay. So Lyle Lovett, Julia Roberts, and Rick Ocasek dating Paulina Porzakova. Adam Duritz dating Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox. And this is early 90s. Yeah, prime. I don't know if we need to say prime. but Um... Adam Duritz, this is this was when they were just on Friends. I remember we had Adam Duritz on a few times. He loved Cal football. Yeah, we kicked it with him at the All Star game in Milwaukee one time. And he had two women, one on each side, and he looked miserable. Yes, I kept saying, "Why are you so miserable?" Because I'm not. And I go, "You got to." He had he had uh, women on both sides. Yeah, see, doesn't buy you happiness. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't buy you happiness. Doesn't help me write like a really tragic song. I've never been more alone, surrounded <laughs> by all these people. You're right. It did feel it's. We're at an all star party. Was that the night that Jason Giambi? Yes, we drank uh, hard with Jason Giambi. Yeah. That was Milwaukee. Yes, uh, all star game when he won the home run derby. Then we saw him in the locker room. Prior to Home Run Derby, and he was sweating. He was a mess. And he was drinking ginger ale and Gatorade to try to... (laughs) And he won the Home Run Derby. And he was rocked the night before. And he rallied. But yeah, Adam Duritz was just sitting there. And I thought, wow, that's the life of a rock star. And then I realized, that ain't the life of a rock star, I don't think. He was having a bad night. All right, let's take a break. More phone calls coming up after this. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker 
for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Father's Day right around the corner. We got you covered. Make sure you go to DanPatrick.com. A lot of great things there for you. Some items are 40% off. We were just showing a video during the live look-in if you're watching on Peacock. And I don't know why we never thought of this, but normally when you're at a wedding, you're, you know, people come around with the video camera and say, say hi to the cat, you know, the couple. And you, know, you go, hey, Tommy and Sarah, congratulations. We love you. Well, someplace, I think in England, they had the camera and they got your first drink and how you sounded. And then they would get you with your last drink. And, you know, everybody shows up at the reception. They're looking good. And, you know, you have that accent. Hey, That's my first beer. And. And then fast forward to the end, it was like, this is my, it, it, it shirts out like you're a hair's a man. This is my last beer. I just want to say happy to the married couple. I'm Franklin. I'm the groom. <laughs> As this is my last drink. One woman said she was the cheese bride, bridesmaid. I was the cheese bridesmaid. I was the cheese bridesmaid. And they're like, cheese? Yes, the cheese bridesmaid. Yes, I was the cheese bridesmaid. Wait. The chief bridesmaid? Yes. <laughs> I like, too, that, right, the, the very beginning of it, everybody's looking sharp. Oh, got, their God. hair is nice. Then yeah. it cuts to the last drink. The tie's gone. The shirt's open. The hair's must. Yeah. Eyes are crossed. It's like, ugh. Uh, Paulie, best and worst of the weekend. 
Uh, I'm going to go Tampa Bay Lightning. Great comeback because, mm. you know, obviously the Rangers go 3-0. You know what that means. The, the goal by Palat, I think it was Nikita Kucherov. It was almost like a back. It was a backhanded pass for the final goal, like 30, 40 Easy seconds. Easy Barry Melrose. No, I'm saying Just, like, you know, you can say the lightning. And it almost looked like a uh, it almost looked like a no look pass. I think the way he did it is very cool. Okay. And then the other college baseball has been a fun uh, weekend. Mm-hmm. Georgia Tech, Tennessee. If you didn't see that one, that was fun. Wild week for Tennessee baseball. One of their players was accused of using PEDs and he didn't. Uh, but Jordan Beck, one of their players, hits a home run, a go-ahead home run. And as he's rounding first base, gives a huge middle finger to the outfield of the Georgia oh, Tech team. Uh, okay. Unless there's someone in the stands he really didn't like. I think he was aiming towards Georgia Tech. But it wasn't hidden. It was like a he was saluting the one finger. Well, Jimmy Butler did that in the previous uh, series with the Celtics. I don't know who he's flipping off. Yeah, college baseball was fun. Wild week for Tennessee. All right. A few more phone calls in here. Joe in Phoenix. Hi, Joe. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Good morning, guys. Uh, I just wanted to kind of agree with Marvin about the calls that we had going on yesterday when uh, Draymond Green pushes Grant Williams to the floor and Grant Williams gets the foul or the, I think, bad call when Jalen Brown goes up to not even block but gets in the way and gets called for a foul, costing a three-point play. Um, just wanted to get your thoughts about some of them calls. Well, they're all going to be reviewed after every game. You know, the officials with these calls get reviewed. It used to be the NBA would tell you, hey, we made X number of mistakes. I don't know if they still do that, but they're going to review this, and they might say, hey, you missed this. Then you'll call it differently. It, it, it swings so much during the NBA Finals where you'll watch something on one team's home floor, and then you go, and they're on the road, and they don't get those calls. It's just, sometimes it's night and day difference of what they allow and what they don't allow. Casey in Alabama. Hi, Case. What's on your mind? Hey, what's going on, Dan? Hey, First-time caller, mm-hmm. 5'11", 215. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to weigh in on this uh, officiating Um Look, I, I officiate baseball and, and uh, football at the high school level, trying to make it up to college. And this whole mindset of, hey, it's late in the game, fourth quarter, right in the big game, we don't want to call a holding call. We need to get anybody with that mindset out of officiating because it's not me changing the game if I call the holding call. It's the offensive lineman holding the guy who's blitzing, you know? So what's well, case, your thoughts on that? Case, would you officiate a state playoff game or championship game any different than a regular season game? Absolutely not. Good. All right. I appreciate hearing that. And that's the way it should be. It's not. Yes, Eden. But it's an odd example to give considering you can call holding on every single play and don't. I think those calls have to be uh, a little bit more obvious. It's a little more holding. Like when you're holding yeah. them by the shoulders, that's not yeah. holding. But if you're holding them somewhere else, it is. Yeah, but I could get holding on the offensive line. I could get holding on the defensive line or a defensive back. It, it feels like you can throw a flag on every play and nobody could criticize. But the NFL is trying to do their best to... Okay, we have to throw that. Yeah, Paul. This is a very dated reference, but the 1991 Orange Bowl, Notre Dame versus Colorado, and Rocket Ismail, Rahib Ismail, had a punt return that would have won the game for Notre Dame. It was one of the greater endings in college football history. They called a hold about a few yards away from the play, which was a hold. Now, the hold did not affect the play because the guy wasn't even close to him. Yep. And that took back one of the great plays in history. The ref made the right call, though. By the way, the Broncos are being sold to Rob Walton, the, uh, of the Walton family, the Walmart family, Walmart. So it's Walton. Walton. And uh, he's uh, worth about $60 billion. And it looks like they're going to sell the Broncos for $4.5 billion. Jesse in L.A. Hi, Jess. Welcome back. Hey, D. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, I want to get my best and worst. My best, Rafa, clearing two majors of his nearest competition and to do it when he battled so many injuries. Um, that's a pretty impressive story. My worst, all three of my playoff picks going wrong this weekend. Oilers lost, Rangers lost, Celtics lost. But, Dan, the absolute worst, seeing the Kings owner, Vivek Rana, whatever, sitting behind the bench of the Celtics last night in a purple Kings jumper. That's how pathetic it's got to Sacramento. <laughs> Instead of helping guide his team to the finals or even the playoffs, he'd rather smell what it's like to be behind the bench. Just a horrible look. But one more thing, Dan. <laughs> Um, our, our, our buddy Wright Thompson, man, he's done it again. He has an article on the Mothership's website about Ukraine and the war and soccer. Beautifully written, as only he does. 
Thanks a bunch, man. Have a great week. Hope you guys read it. Thank you, Chess. I'd been texting with Wright Thompson, and I'm like, hello. And and now I realize that he wasn't even in the States, but I, I was reaching out to Wright Thompson. Anything he writes, read. Yes, Eden. He has a really great ability to find a story or, yeah. or something. You know, like, all right, let me go fi- get with the Ukraine team trying to make the World Cup. Yeah. You know. Jason in North Carolina. Hi, Jace. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Good to talk to you. I was just going to say the best was Nadal winning the 14th Clay Championship, and the worst was the officiating last night's game. All right. Thank you, Jason. You know what? I, 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 I saw the headline that Nadal had won French Open. I was just under the impression he beat Djokovic, and I go, oh, okay, won another major. Like, for some reason, I thought they met in the finals. And uh, I looked at it, I'm like, man, this this website, this is an old article. Yeah, Todd. Yeah, it was unfortunate, but they had to meet in the quarterfinals when you yes. want to see that a lot further down the road. Yeah. And he's got foot issues. He's not even sure if he's going to be in Wimbledon. But uh, 14 clay court uh, championships. French Open championships. So he's got the most Grand Slam events of any male tennis player of all time. Yeah, Paul. But I wonder if nobody talks about him as the greatest of all time. No, because it's like he's too good at one. Yes. Yeah. But he's always going to be welcome back at the French Open. Do you think he has a yard in his front yard or it's all clay? Does he really embrace it and take it home with him? Mm. I don't know where he lives full time. So some put AstroTurf in their backyard. Yeah, like the Brady clay. <laughs> I'm going to make the whole property clay. Really? The contract's like, really? You want that? Yeah. You know who I am? I'm Rafael Nadal. Yeah. He should get into uh, like pottery after he <laughs> retires and just sell clay bowls and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Maybe he gets in partnership with Clay Thompson. Bloop. Bloop, bloop. Bloop. Nicely done. Thank you, Todd. Two hours in the books on this Monday. We still have one more to go. Grant Hill will join us coming up a little bit. Hope you join us final hour. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The fully electric EQS sedan from Mercedes-Benz is innovation on a magnificent scale. Available with the epic 56-inch touch-sensitive hyperscreen. The vehicle is all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQS. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I I even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.